welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Wellness Your Way. As usual, I am so excited to have you here with me. And if you are listening to this live and you celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas yesterday. Regardless of what you celebrate this time of year, I hope you are getting some time to reflect, to spend some time with family, friends, yourself, your community, whatever lights you up. And I hope you are looking back and celebrating what you've accomplished this year. Sometimes it doesn't look exactly the way that we thought it would, but there is always something to celebrate. So I hope you'll give yourself that gift of reflecting and maybe that takes you into uh, looking forward as well. Maybe you're starting to think about your 2024 goals as I am and really feeling inspired and motivated. And so the content that I will share today is going to help you on that journey. Now, I have many episodes on goal setting more concentrated towards the beginning of the Wellness Your Way journey. So episode one is getting back on track with your health goals. Episode 11, how to make your health goals fun. Episode 14, reviewing progress on your yearly goals. So that's a good one to look back on right now. And then episode 38 is called Help, I've Fallen Out fallen off my health goals and what to do to get back on track. So you could go listen to those episodes, but today I selected a different segment to replay for you. I think it's kind of funny as I was selecting the right episode to share with you today, I was listening to some of the clips and I was listening to this one that I recorded in 2020 at the end of 2020. Remember what that year held for us? And the episode is about three things to keep in mind as you set your goals. So these three strategies are three strategies I use every single time when I'm setting my health goals. You'll kind of learn about my goal setting process entirely as we go through these three steps. But the reason I landed on this episode to replay is that I say at the beginning, I'm like, if you're listening to this in 2024, oh my goodness. And now I'm replaying that and it's almost 2024. I honestly, when I recorded that, do not think that I believed that I would still be podcasting. But here we are together on this journey and it's been such a fun one. I won't stop in the near future. So I hope you will continue listening and sharing and all of that good stuff. Anyway, I want to get into these goal setting tips for you. Uh, I'm going to do a very short health news you can use because I know time is of the essence in this time of year, but a short health news you can use, and then we'll dive into those three tips to help you select the right goals for this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. 
All right. In health news you can use today, I am reviewing a study out of the International Journal of Sport Nutrition and Exercise Metabolism in October 2023. And it was so inspiring to me, and I hope it is for you too. Now, it was a small study, in my opinion, too small to be conclusive and to actually make broad claims, but it's still so cool to review it because we so often hear that you can't build muscle as you age. And this study gives reason to doubt that. Basically, the researchers strength trained older adults for 12 weeks doing full body resistance training three times per week. And so 36 sessions total. They were assessing all kinds of various progress metrics like uh, muscle composition, muscle size in various parts of their body. They had a short physical performance battery, just like uh, physical strength tests that the people had to go through. And then the get up and go test, which is where you have someone stand up, walk across the room 10 feet and come back and sit down as quickly as they can. And you measure that. And this is a widely used measure of balance, stability, neurological function, all kinds of various things. And of course, you need to have um, adequate muscle to be able to do that. So they measured in all these areas. They did these three times a week strength training sessions. One of these groups was 65 to 75 years old, the participants were, and the other group was 85 plus, 85 plus, amazing. And guess what the results were? The same increases in both groups. This is amazing. Even those people in the 85 plus group, they had improvements from their strength training sessions in all of these really important things. When you're 85 plus, being able to get up out of a chair, walk across a room, that's very, very important. And they were able to improve this with three times a week strength training sessions. Now, it genuinely motivates me in my health today to see older people staying active. Instagram, I always chuckle because they know, they, meaning the algorithm, serve they serve me the specific content that I love, which is like the senior Olympics. I love seeing the people run like the mile or whatever and then get their medal at 90 years old. I think it's so cool. I love seeing people run marathons as they're older, like 80s, 90s. These people are really genuinely amazing. So I find it very inspiring. And hopefully if you're listening to this in your 20s or 30s and you're already doing this stuff, amazing. You're paving the way for it to be easier for you in the future. But if you're listening to this in your 60s or 70s or 80s or 90s, I would love to hear from you if you're listening in your 90s. It's still an awesome time to strength train. I hope this tip motivates you and this study motivates you. I'll link it in the show notes if you're curious. And now let's dive into the veggies of the matter. Next up is the veggies of the matter, and we are going to talk about goals again. I hope you listened to last week's podcast episode, which covered how to assess your progress towards your 2020 goals and what to do if they didn't quite happen. 
Now we're turning our focus to next year and sitting down at the top of an uncertain year, because let's be honest, 2021 is going to be filled with some uncertainty as well. Sitting down with a blank sheet of paper and thinking about these goals can feel exciting and fun and awesome and empowering, but it can also feel a little daunting. So if you don't know where to start or how to select goals that are meaningful to you and achievable, I have a few tips for you today. So as we go through this, I want you to remember something I mentioned last week, which was retaining the feeling behind the goal. Sometimes we have to pivot the tactics or sometimes we have to even pivot the outcome. But if we go through the goal setting process, thinking about the feeling, the why, why do you want to achieve this particular goal? How will you feel when you achieve this goal? These questions will help us stay motivated throughout the year, even in the face of uncertainty. So given that 2021 is going to be a bit uncertain, and and honestly, all times are uncertain. So if you happen to be listening to this in 2024, then wow, uh, send me a message back and tell me what things look like up there. Uh, But honestly, all times are uncertain. So 2021 is top of mind now, but this can really apply to any time. I'm going to go through three steps for setting these goals in uncertain times. The first step is to select three main areas. I like to set little goals in all areas of my life, but I really have three areas that I focus in on. These are my three main things. Humans can remember three things very well. We can't remember 18 things very well all the time, even if they're important to you. So I I suggest selecting three main areas. And I'm going to go through seven areas that I start with. These might be relevant to you. That's great. You can think about these. If they're not, then you think about other areas of your life uh, that you want to focus on. These are the seven areas from my Pepper Planner, which is the planner that I use to uh, guide my yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily goals all in that planner, which is full of motivation and health tracking and all kinds of good stuff. I'll include the link to that in the show notes as well. But the seven areas for goal setting there are health and fitness, career, finances, giving, personal and social, relationships, and spiritual. So those seven areas are where I like to start. And then I just kind of spend a few minutes, you can pause this episode, spend a few minutes thinking about each one. How do I want to feel with my health and fitness? How do I want to feel in my relationships? How do I want to feel spiritually? Whatever area, go through all seven Think about how you want to feel and then choose three of those that are really important to you. You want those to be your three focus areas for 2021. So once you have your three focus areas, we move on to step two. And step two is to set a dream goal in each one. So you've probably heard of SMART goals, which is a very widely used acronym to guide people to set effective goals. And I like SMART goals, but I kind of have to make everything my own. And I think that SMART is really missing something, which is passion, engagement, excitement. SMART goals don't include any of that. And I think we need to be excited about our goals to be effective at achieving them. So DREAM goals, I uh, made up the acronym. It's dated, realistic, energizing, 
action-focused, and measurable. A lot of those are very similar to SMART, just with that addition of energizing in there. So I'm going to go through how each of these applies to uncertain times or how you can use these to set your goals in your three areas. Dated is the toughest right now. Honestly, when we don't know exactly when, quote, normal life will be available to us, it's hard to uh, set dates on things like travel or things that involve seeing people or groups or going back to the office or whatever. But I believe it is reasonable to take small measured action each week, even in the face of this uncertainty. So maybe the way you make your goal dated is I will do X once per week, something like that, instead of putting a date on the outcome. So the dated in dream refers to the process, not the outcome. R is for realistic. And here, I, of course, want you to be somewhat realistic. I mean, I am not suggesting that you set a goal of uh, only walking on your hands all of 2021 or uh, flying to the moon without a spaceship or something like that, Uh, but I do believe in stretching yourself. We are our only limits. So set goals that are feasible, but also throw in some elbow grease, throw in some dedication, think big. The truth is no one knows what's realistic and what's not, but if it feels kind of just outside of your comfort zone, you're probably right there. E is for energizing, and I already told you this is the most important, a goal that includes the word should or the words have to or something like that is not energizing. So be sure you're setting something that you're excited to work towards that will keep you passionate and motivated along the way. A is for action-focused. I think action is the difference between a hope and a goal. A hope is like, I hope it's sunny tomorrow. Well, that's nice. I can hope all day, but I can't do anything about it, and it might be or it might not be. A goal is like, I will exercise tomorrow regardless of the weather. I will. That is an action. So make sure your goal is something you can do something about. And then finally, M for measurable. Remember that the weekly check-ins I've mentioned are critical to goal achievement. So be sure you can measure your progress, whether that's with numerical data or a 1 to 10 scale to see how you feel or how hard you worked or a measuring tool. You can listen to the episode a few episodes ago where I talked about 10 health metrics that you can measure in 2021, but be sure it's something you can measure. So step one of this three-step goal-setting process was to select your three main areas. Step two is to set a dream goal in each area. And then finally, step three is to break each of your three big goals into mini-steps. If you want to pay off your credit card bill, then figure out how much you need to pay off each week. If you want to train for a marathon, but you haven't run a step in your life, cool, a marathon's 26 miles. That means you need to be able to build up one mile every two weeks. So set a plan for that. Figure out how you will gradually ease up until you get to your big goal. Break it down into mini steps and then set that weekly calendar reminder to check in on your progress. So these are the three steps to achieving or to setting your goals in uncertain times. Select three main areas, uh, set a dream goal in each of your main areas, and then break each one down into mini steps and have a calendar reminder to check in on your progress. I am also going to link to this week's blog post where I have included links to 
seven, I believe, previous blog posts that I've written on goal setting. So everything from ways to make your health goals fun, one major thing holding you back from achieving your goals, three things to do before setting your goals, uh, resolutions for your mental health, why I don't believe in resolutions in the first place, all kinds of things like that will be linked in this week's blog post. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the LionShare website.